Hello, and welcome back to the From Montana to Portugal podcast, where I am documenting our journey from Montana, where we lived until most recently, and where we sold almost all of our belongings to Portugal, where we're planning to live for at least two years. And in this episode, I'm going to be reading a essay that I wrote on Substack, and you can find me over there at janelleholden.substack.com. Sometimes these podcasts are interviews with other expats and people who've had experiences living abroad. Sometimes they're with experts in Portugal, um, Portuguese people. Um, I am working hard to book more interviews with um, Portuguese experts in the coming months. But right now, since I'm on the road, I'm doing a lot more personal podcasts. And like I said, in today's episode, I'm going to be reading a little bit from what I just wrote. If you'd like to get these in your inbox, you can subscribe at janelleholden.substack.com. And this, uh, this essay is entitled, I Have COVID, What Now? If you can't tell, my voice is a little bit impacted from being sick and having COVID. And it's subtitled, How Getting Sick Has Changed Things for Us. Dear reader, so uh, Doug, my husband, has three brothers. All of their names start with D. There's David, Douglas, Donald, and Duncan. You can just imagine their mother yelling their names from the back porch all in a row. David, Douglas, Donald, Duncan, whatever your name is, get in here. So far, we've stayed in all of their homes on our journey across the USA to Portugal. And when it comes to brothers-in-law, I won the lottery. Dave gave me the best gift I've received in years by lending me his mountain bike and gear to enjoy riding a new trail system just near his house in Colorado. I love to mountain bike. It was such a pleasure to be on the trail system again, especially right at sunset. Got some incredible views of the La Plata Mountains, and uh, I'm so happy for him that his passion of riding mountain bikes um, has come even closer to his house with this new trail system where he doesn't even have to leave by car. He can just leave from his house. So I was lucky. He said I could jump on his bike, and I did, and it was amazing. Um, Duncan, when we arrived in Vermont, he had a fresh haddock dinner ready with truffle fries and a shrimp cocktail and a chopped caprese salad. He is a chef extraordinaire. He can cook vegan food to paleo to all sorts of different things. I, uh, Doug and I both have many sensitivities and he was really careful to make sure that everything was um, really delicious and good for us. And uh, he and his wife, Kelly, arrived or uh, welcomed us when we arrived late in Vermont to their beautiful home. And you can see a picture of that on my Substack newsletter. It's um, I have a drone and I took some pictures above their house and such a beautiful spot. People have been asking me, are there still leaves and foliage um, in New England? And yes, there are. It's a little past peak, but it's so pretty and especially around his house. And now Don, Doug's other brother, is letting us stay at his place while I recover from COVID. We have a situation, I told him when I called him from the back porch of Duncan's house 
after I'd been diagnosed. What's going on? He asked. I have COVID and we can't stay here because we don't want to expose anyone. I said, can we go to your place while I isolate? Sure. He said, I don't care. Stay as long as you want. Fortunately, the timing worked out for us. He's actually in Colorado now visiting his mom, Doug's mom, um, and everyone else, uh, his daughter and brother and all sorts of family while we're here. But not everyone would be or could be that gracious with someone who's sick. And since we don't have a quote unquote home anymore to go back to, having COVID in this particular time without a home is kind of makes you feel a little precarious. It's certainly not the situation that I had expected to have happen, but it's not, uh, certainly it's something that I somewhat planned for knowing that we would be on the road and traveling for such an extended period of time before landing in Portugal and having our own home again. So uh, it's very nice to have Don's home while we get Um, recovered, or I get recovered. Doug's not sick. So on Sunday morning, right after my diagnosis, we packed up from our spot in Vermont and crossed the White Mountains into New Hampshire on our way to the Lake Winnipesaukee region, which is absolutely gorgeous, by the way. Slightly feverish, I watched as the gold and reds of the New England forest pass by the window. Our timing is just slightly past peak foliage, but there are still glorious fall colors and plenty of tourists out to see them. And then into the Granite State, whose motto, live free or die, is emblazoned on every license plate and on the sign that welcomes you in when you reach the state boundary. I find that motto, live free or die, um, to be so inspiring, actually, to me. Um, there's There's someone that I follow. Her name is Martha Beck, who has written a lot of books. And in one of her books, she writes about how when you're making decisions about things, if it makes you feel like it's a shackles on decision, like you are being imprisoned, then it's probably not the right move. But if it makes you feel freer, it probably is the right move. And so I always think about live free or die when I think about that, like, how do I want to live my life? Do I want to live it in a more free and positive way? Um, or not. And right now we're living in a really free and positive way. So we unloaded our car at Dawn's and I went upstairs to crawl into bed. This is my first tango with the Rona, as a friend calls it. During the primary years of the pandemic, I didn't get sick. Who knows why? But we did live in the middle of nowhere in Montana in 2020 through 2021 well, until now, and we're lucky to live and work from home, and we're the kinds of people who disinfected every single box of pasta and grocery item before it came into the house. And of course, we were just lucky. Lots of people did those things, and they still got sick. So I I thank my stars that we were able to get through the pandemic, especially before vaccination, without getting, getting sick. Um, It is possible, though, that Doug had COVID in February of 2020. He had a really bad cough, and I remember him coming back, and it's maybe too much information, but he was coughing so hard, and it's like three in the morning, and I asked him what was happening, and he said he had just coughed up blood. And um, later, and he he got better actually in a couple days, 
later he had a procedure in a couple months after that, after the pandemic started and they tested him for COVID antibodies and he was positive, but those tests were kind of sketchy at the time. So we'll never know for sure. I didn't get sick then, but he was pretty sick. In fact, uh, regrettably, I got rid of all the COVID testing kits we had on hand because when I looked at them before we left, they were all expired. And I was like, I don't even know if these are going to be any use to us because I'm not sure they're going to give us an accurate response. So um, I didn't even have to use them because I really, I think I only got sick once and it was a cold and I did test uh, and it came back negative um, in the four years. So instead, I brought masks with us, the expensive ear thermometer I bought early on during COVID, some TheraFlu, a few vitamins, disinfectant, and some Tylenol with us. But could I find any of these readily when I was standing in the kitchen of my brother-in-law Duncan's house looking at the two bright strips that said I was COVID positive? No, I couldn't. I mean, maybe it was COVID brain, but I was like, I, I put the masks somewhere and I was trying to find the masks and I went upstairs to the bedroom to isolate immediately and get packed up and um, nope, I couldn't find anything. In fact, this morning, I promised myself I would start watching YouTube videos this week on, quote, how to stay organized while living out of a suitcase because so many things feel lost or out of reach right now. And it's it's not entirely true. It's just there's a lot of sorting through things and going, where did that go? And where, you know, even though we don't have a lot, it's just, it's just disorganized. Um, I think I may need to purchase some packing cubes, a label maker, and perhaps make a manifest of things that are in the vehicle and where they live in order to be organized. But I definitely don't have the energy for that at the moment. I'm just focused on getting better. Thankfully, Doug's niece had given us a bunch of masks in Colorado, and Don had some in his apartment when we arrived. So we've been mostly masked while together, which... I mean, we're doing our best, but it's still probably futile prevention for Doug getting sick. We share a lot of things and slept in the same bed the night that I was probably getting um, the most symptoms. So he's been pretty well exposed, and um, but he's not sick. So it's worth trying, and we are doing our best to keep him well. And I'm improving, I think. I mean, the worst part has just been some pretty bad coughing jags and mild fever and body aches and a little bit of shortness of breath, which um, I've been managing with an inhaler and um, really keeping an eye on closely. But Doug has been giving me lots of TLC. He made me loads of lemon and honey tea, a homemade chicken broth soup, tuna fish sandwiches, and he found that thermometer. I will say everybody has been giving me their favorite remedies, which some of them I've tried, some of them I can't get, like elderberry syrup, not even something they've heard of here. Um, I don't have Amazon Prime anymore, and I don't really want to order it, so that's okay. I've been taking some vitamin D and vitamin C and, you know, doing kind of the the other things that people have recommended, but... Um, and things I've read on online, but for the most part, just drinking a lot of water, staying hydrated and trying to rest. Um, while recovering, I have occupied myself quite completely by studying Don's rock and book collections, catching up on work, 
taking Loki for short walks and potty breaks in the green areas near here, and trying to get through the mail we had forwarded. So Don's address was the one that we used to um, receive all of our mail from Montana. So we had quite a bit piled up here when we arrived. Plus, the final piece to our visa is still not complete yet, which is housing. Um, our visa to Portugal is um, determined by a lot of different things, but one of the most important is that we have housing secured for at least a year from when we arrive. So we put an offer in to lease a property in Portugal about an hour from Lisbon last week, and it was preliminarily accepted on Friday by the landlord, then denied on Monday. He decided he wanted to do something different. Then he offered it to us again with some legalities attached to it that our team in Portugal, who's helping us with everything, is researching for us. I would love that place, um, but it's a little complicated at the moment. And we've kind of moved on to look at other properties as well in case it doesn't work out because um, we need to get it sorted out really pretty soon. And I've been looking for a long time and it's taking a lot more time than I really thought. Um, but we're getting close. Um, once that's done, we should be clear for our consulate appointment in Boston, which will hopefully happen this month or early next month. And of course, after I'm testing negative and feeling better, I sail across the Atlantic on the Queen Mary cruise ship on January 3rd with Loki. It's all booked. Also been doing a lot of work getting Loki established with the new vet practice, getting a dog trainer scheduled with him, perhaps some acupuncture for his arthritis. So lots of pet care stuff is happening here as well. And Doug will be flying so um, shortly thereafter. And I have a friend coming with me on the Queen Mary. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and that's where things are at at the moment. We're going to be here in the New England area until we leave. So if you happen to come to the region and, and we are well and you're a subscriber, let me know. I'd love to meet up and see you. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. I haven't changed the name of it yet, but it's called Today in the Garden. And I made a, a couple of behind the scenes videos. Um, this latest one has some really nice footage of Niagara Falls and our time crossing the USA. So if you want to go see that, you can go check that out on YouTube. Um, and thanks again for being here and for listening in. Really appreciate you, your time and your support. I hope this was a fun and entertaining podcast for you. Have a great rest of your day.